Welcome to the CNL podcast. Woo! <laughs> yes, yes. Hey guys, what's up? It's me, your boy Layton. <laughs> and I'm, I'm Chris, just Chris. <laughs> he's, he's not your boy, but anyways, we got a great show for you and we hope you love it. So, good sir, how, how, how have you been, Layton? It's been a few days since we last recorded. How's your week it been? Ha- it has been a, f- a few days. That's 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 true. Um, I actually I've been doing pretty good. You know, just trying to stay alive out there. Um, <laughs> but I actually had a very stressful thing happen in the last hour or so, if you can believe it. In the last hour, wow! So this is fresh. It is. It is right out of the oven, piping <laughs> hot. Ooh! All right, let me hear it. what happened. Okay, so you know, everyone's tr- you know you're, you're trying to stay home, you know, as much as you can. Right. Um, you know, and the only place they really will let you go is, you know, you can run outside, I guess. Um, and then you could also go to the grocery store. And I think, honestly, the grocery store is like the probably the best place to get the coronavirus. Like if you were like, <laughs> if someone came to you and said, hey, where can I get that? You know, I'm not yeah. going to say the hospital or anything. I'm going to say go to the grocery store because that's where it is. <laughs> well, that's so true because at least at the hospital, they sanitize. But at the grocery store... I mean, you know, you got people, and the worst part, I think, people are coughing in the like the produce aisle and all the fruits and all that. Yeah, where it's like, oh, let me touch this melon. It touches the melon. <laughs> oh, that's not a good melon for me. But then you, who you like less, to touch melons, don't you? Yeah, no, <laughs> no, there's, there's no proof. I swear. Um, Anyways, and then you, you know, you have a lower standard of melons. You're like, oh, this melon's all right. And you touch it. But that's how it's, that's how it spreads. That's like, how it spreads. Coughing on the bread, the eggs. It's like, you know. So anyways, I've, I go, I only go to the grocery store. Like, well, I try to go once a week. So I get everything I need for the week and then I'm set. Yeah. And my girlfriend's living with me um, mm-hmm. right now. And we, we had a craving for dessert. And Ooh. we checked. We didn't pack anything. Like we didn't get anything. So it's mainly like soups, meat, and stuff. Yeah. And she she was like, "You're gonna have to go out there." Like, <laughs> she oh, threw God. you under the bus. <laughs> threw me under the bus, and I I had to you know, I mean t- to her credit, she didn't want to get sick. <laughs> so <laughs> there I go. True. You know, I'm getting I'm getting ready. You know, I'm wearing I have glasses right yeah, now, on right now. Did, did you put on gloves at all, or a, or no, a face mask? I, I felt I felt overly confident with my glasses covering because you know, they say like they say like you know you got to cover your mouth your nose your eyes and you know my eyes are covered with these glasses unless yeah. someone coughs at that like side angle but one and three isn't bad. And I was like, I guess so. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, if I hold my breath or you know cover my nose, I'll be fine. And everyone else had masks on, right? So yeah. I was feeling okay. So I'm walking up. Like, okay, what store? Your face. What store what? are you at? Harris Teeter. Um, shout out. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, don't touch, don't touch my face. And I don't know about you, but when you tell yourself don't do something, you oftentimes do it. Yeah, you do all the time. So I'm driving there. I'm like, okay, don't touch your face. And already I have an urge to touch my face. I'm like, oh. what is what is my problem? Like I haven't even gotten to the place yet. But anyways, <laughs> there's very few people there, so it's like, okay, good. I'll run in and get dessert. Yeah. So I walk in, kind of empty, but there's people like with masks and stuff. They don't like wipe your hands when you come in, which doesn't make sense to me, but they probably should. But anyways, um, yeah. so there I am, and I'm like, okay, dessert. So I go to like the dessert section. Do, like, do you cookies. know what you want? No, I don't. But I was like, uh, you know, I have plenty of time. Yeah. Right. So it, it was like around seven fifty. Yeah. Uh, uh, wait, wait, seven fifty. Yep, seven fifty p.m. So roughly about an hour ago, give or take. Oh, don't they close at eight? Well, <laughs> well oh, was, uh, did I did I ruin the thunder? Ah, uh, well, shit. no, no, the thunder is not ruined because you don't know how I reacted to it. Okay, so okay, let was. me hear it. Oh there god, was, okay. Don't worry, listeners, it's not ruined. Chris did not ruin the story. He's all good. Okay, so there he was. I was seven fifty. Dun dun dun. Which I didn't know at the time. Seven fifty. Yeah. I'm looking at the donuts and other things like, oh, okay, maybe I'll get this. And then uh-huh. I called my girlfriend up. And I was like, hey, what do you want? 
because you know <laughs> I, I need to like make sure this ties out i don't want to make a mistake or don't want to you know don't yeah. something that we're not gonna like both like because you know i'm not going out again so yeah, yeah you're already risking your life <laughs> yeah i mean my heart's pounding i'm sweating <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and then she says i want like a frozen food like like ice cream and cake oh and then okay. after she says that the intercom goes off and it says we're closing in 10 minutes <laughs> and, I, and then like you know those like horror movies or something where like you're trying to escape a monster and the doorway somehow gets longer like the hallway gets longer yeah yeah so then i realized where i was and i was on the opposite side of the store oh no and that's how i felt like literally time stopped and the whole grocery store just got so long <laughs> You you had to sprint. <laughs> I was sprinting. And like, there hasn't been, okay, I've never had to sprint in a situation like that, except one other time. And that was when, I don't think I've ever told the story, but I was, my family and I were going to um, Philadelphia, see our family, like extended family. Yeah. It was Christmas, the day after Christmas though. Our flight was huh. at six and... We decided to get there at five, thinking we'd have enough time. And I was like, guys, don't worry, we got this. But sure enough, <laughs> there was a humongous line of people. I'm like, oh my God. And it was really kind of close. And it was like 5.45. We're still on the line. Didn't even get oh to security gosh. yet. And then like, we're walking and some person saw us. And they're like, oh, you guys look like you have to go somewhere. Like, yeah, our flight's in 10 minutes. So, like, you can cut the line. So we cut the line. And then TSA said, no. Go back oh, to the line. Damn. Okay, so, oh, okay, so t- it's like 5.50. We're going. My mom drops her purse. All of her makeup spills everywhere. We have to pick oh. it up. She can't <laughs> find her license. It's 5.55. Oh, my gosh. No. The plane has already boarded. Like, oh, it's, it's, my it's, gosh. It, the boarding time has already happened. I yeah, go you- through security. No problem. My brother goes through, through security. No problem. My mom, they flag her. Something pings. Oh. Okay. At this point, I say, listen. We're not going to make it if we all wait. <laughs> so I, and uh, keep in mind, it's December. So I'm wearing a lot of stuff, right? Yeah. I'm wearing my jacket. I'm wearing like a heavy, like kind of festive sweater with a reindeer on it. <laughs> and I have like a backpack on. Okay. I, I look at my brother. I say, take this. I throw the backpack to him. I'm wearing yeah. like dress shoes because we're going to see our family. So I'm all dressed up. And I said, wish me luck. And the terminal was on the other side of the airport. And I'm sprinting. Like literally... I, I was in track and cross country. I was bolting across the thing. <laughs> if any police were there, they would have, they would have stopped me. Cause like, had I not been saying like, if I had been saying like bomb, bomb, bomb or something, and sprinting <laughs> that know, fast, yeah. they, I, would, I would have been tackled, but I was oh, sprinting, man. like flying. And if they're about to close the door. If an Olympic, if an Olympic recruiter were to see you right there, you would have made the team. Oh, yeah. No, it would have been me and Usain Bolt. I was literally <laughs> running as fast as I could. And I get to the gate, and they're about to close. I said, wait a second, wait a second. And I'm out of breath. I was like, so let me reenact. I was like, oh, wait a second. I, uh, uh, my, <laughs> they are down there. My family, just give me a second, please. Okay. And then I yell. And I call my brother. I was like, run. He runs. And my mom, she, she's wearing like high heel shoes. Oh, no. She, she's not running. She's walking, trying to keep her balance. So she's like fast walking on these high heels. I'm like sweating. And then like we, we managed to get on the plane. And it was like, I was like, we are never going to get there that or that late again to a flight. Wow. But you still so, made it. That's impressive. I still made it. But let's 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 get back to the real story. Which oh, is, yeah. will I get this dessert in time? Uh, that was such a good story. I got lost in it. <laughs> I know. I know. It was oh, literally... I lost like a year off my life. It was so stressful. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't get any gray hairs from that. <laughs> oh no, no, I lost all my hair. No. Oh. <laughs> okay, so. Oh man. I have roughly the same distance, but you know, like I think in movies, movies they they picked, you know, that that's a common scene. Like you're running, you missed a flight in an airport. You're running to stop your lover from getting on a plane, but yeah. it's never depicted that you're running in a grocery store. To get some produce before the store closes, right? <laughs> some it's ice cream that, cake. Yeah, it's like I got, I gotta get my jam. Like, what? <laughs> no, you don't. Like, no one's gonna direct that film. Um, yeah. So I, I, I didn't run. I, I just walked kind of fast. <laughs> you just, just strollish, you know, walking slowly with the cake. Did you get? Did you at least grab the cake? No, I, I didn't have time. I was like, oh, 
So I was like, oh. okay, fuck what I fuck that. I'm gonna have to. I, so I run. Okay, aka walk fastly because you don't you don't want to look civil. It's not an appropriate place to run, and yeah. you know everyone has their masks on. They're gonna think you know maybe it's a zombie outbreak. Who knows? Okay, <laughs> so I'm speed walking. I'm like dipping and diving, avoiding people. You know, like juking them out. Be like, whoa, six feet. <laughs> or like that guy's a face mask or okay dodging the, like the selections they've put out yeah like the, the the sales and stuff i get to the thing and by the time i get to it they say it's gonna close in like three minutes so then i have to walk practically the other direction to the thing and i do it I get all my stuff i was like shit i need raspberries so i, I forgot <laughs> the raspberries so i run back i get that at this point oh. i'm checking out and the doors are shut oh man like i'm trapped inside and I was like, excuse me, these because the automatic doors weren't opening. I was oh. like, oh my god, like I'm gonna be stuck in here. Forever. So you went out to go out and they just wouldn't open? Yeah, so I couldn't open the door. So I'd go talk to an employee and I was like, Can you open these doors, please? <laughs> they, did She's they like, give you that look that like like you know when people come in I, I don't know if you've ever worked at I mean any job really, but they come in at the last second and you're like, Oh, oh yeah, no, that's definitely a motif that like I've I've heard about, you know, when they come in at the last second. And yeah, it's like, oh my god, <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah, did they give you that look? Like, oh gosh, you came in last second. Oh huh? yeah, no, no, no. It was, it was like a look, and then they said like, have a nice day. But it wasn't like a nice have a nice day. It was like, have a nice day. I was <laughs> like, was okay. Like a- first of all, it's nighttime. <laughs> uh, we jerk. talked about this last episode. <laughs> uh, it's just, oh. Uh, anyway. So anyways, I got my stuff. The yeah. cake is safe, everyone. <laughs> and I managed to get through it, and we're all good. But that was my story. Um, it was very stressful, but I'm I'm safe. The cake's safe. Uh, yeah. But yeah. So how about you, Chris? How 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 are you doing? And to think it was only a week ago, <laughs> or, I know, or no, I know. an hour ago, an hour. Oh what, yeah, what an the? hour ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> why a did week I? Ago. Why did I say a week ago? An hour time, ago. T- time slows down though when you're stressed, so it felt like a week. You know, oh like yeah. I was really trying to get there. <laughs> oh man okay well i mean i didn't have that crazy of a week it wasn't high octane as mine my uh <laughs> super intense grocery run um it wasn't that high of an octane but it did have some octane and okay yeah hit me with that octane <laughs> kind of literally in a sense well we'll see so you know we're we have we're quarantined right Correct. Everyone at least is. I am. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> at least you are until you had to go and get dessert from Miranda. Exactly. And then <laughs> and then I had to break all the rules. Anyway, so <clears throat> we're supposed to well, at least my family and I, we're trying to just stay in and eat uh, you know, food that we make instead of going out and buying stuff. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. one of the main things we've been doing is is grilling outside. Oh, that's nice, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's nice, right? So I, I had these, um, what what are they called? I bought these chicken quarters. It's like, it's like, it, I oh, guess like it's legs. A, yeah, it's like literally a quarter of a freaking chicken, man. You know, you got the leg wow. and some part of the thigh, I guess, or the breast. I don't know. It's a pretty big piece of chicken. Anyway, Yeah. so, and I was really excited. I marinated, let it sit for a few hours in the fridge, took him out, got the grill all oiled up and ready to go you know the usual i put the chicken on the grill i put the top down right just to let it get up to temp i go back inside into the house to to get some tongs and while i'm doing that i get distracted a little bit watching tv it happens it happens it it does happen but i'm only inside for maybe like i want to say just like a week or something (laughs) yeah a a week not not too long (laughs) Somehow I didn't run out of propane gas, any octane. It it's, it keeps going, but yeah, I'm in there for maybe <laughs> maybe like like I want to say two and a half minutes, maybe. Okay. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta go check on the chicken, right? And this chicken with the bone in it takes a little bit longer than usual, and so mm-hmm. I step out into the porch because I had like a covered porch, and then I and then I see it's this. It's like I'm sending a smoke signal to antarctica it's that big of a smoke coming out of the grill someone rescues you i'm hoping at this point because it looks like i'm about to die and (laughs) 
And so, and I'm going to send you a picture right now of what I'm about to tell you. Okay. So okay. I'll describe yeah, it to our listeners as well yeah. as what you're saying. So there's, you know, the smoke is coming out and I'm like, what the hell is going on? You know? And so I go, I open the grill and then I look and it's like a bonfire happening inside the grill. Somehow all my chicken has burnt. It's just, it's oh my burnt. God. And it, it's, it's, it's a bonfire. Like the flames, I can't even turn the chicken anymore because the fire is so, and I like, I turn it off, but the fire is going wild. It's a wildfire in the grill. That oh my that that that's my worst nightmare where like I can't control a fire. Yeah, and I'm sitting there, like there's I, I just sent you a picture. I don't know if you received it. Or you can look yeah, at well, it. Okay, so let me describe it to go the ahead listeners. <laughs> um, do you so like do you know like when you're laying like you know you you drive on the road and you know you see people putting asphalt down on the road, <laughs> the chicken is the same color of the asphalt. It's like completely black. I think it's darker than the grill. <laughs> that's a great description because yeah the asphalt is also kind of shiny and warm and that's exactly yeah, no, it, it, it literally looks like asphalt chicken <laughs> yeah man but this is after like a few minutes of battling with this flame happening this you know uh, and yeah, you can no, still kind of see the flames underneath yeah uh, yeah no it's 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 like it's like it's tamed for a second but it's about to pounce yeah at so, any point <laughs> that that's what happened this past week <laughs> i burned asphalt a whole bunch of chicken. chicken asphalt chicken and i did eat some of it and it was and? disgusting oh shocker. <laughs> it tasted that like was... asphalt <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it's asphalt's as good as it tastes so it's i mean it, it, it not which is not good yeah i could have repaid my driveway with that chicken yeah honestly just lay out <laughs> some chicken pieces Oh but man, yeah. I don't know what I was, the hell happened though. I, you know, I don't. I wasn't gone that long, and then I, I have until this day. I have no idea what happened. Okay, resident. I'm the resident chief, um, um, asphalt chicken doctor. <laughs> um, it's it's a real degree. People look it up. Look it up. Um, my bet. Do, do you have I'm a degree sorry. for this? <laughs> yes, I do. Um, I got it online. Way better than any other way to get a degree, apparently. <laughs> yeah, it's instant, huh? <laughs> instant. I printed it out, wrote my name on it. But, okay, my guess is that, okay, chicken, did, yeah. was the skin on the chicken? The skin was on the chicken. Okay, so chickens, I mean, when you're cooking a chicken, a lot of oil, a lot of stuff, a lot of fat comes off. Yeah. And my my guess is that, you know, a, like a, a grease fire or a fat fire is really bad. It's hard to tame. Yeah, so yeah. Why, while it was in there, and there's like three pieces, four pieces of chicken on there. My bet is that it started to drip down into there, and it <laughs> it created like this humongous fire. That's that's what I'm guessing. That or you just had the grill way too high. I mean, in the picture I sent you, they're on low. <laughs> <laughs> but it yeah, is, I mean, it is definitely low. But you know, I doubt you would have taken the photo with the flames fully. You know. <laughs> Well, I was tempted to, but I was afraid to get that close. I mean, it was big. You would have had no eyebrows. Probably not. I would have looked like that chicken. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you would have had asphalt eyebrows. Oh, man. But, but yeah, I mean, that's a that's a good theory. I got to get the investigators out there to see what happened. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll make a docu-series about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, okay, so... Are you, is this a common occurrence or like, are you able, like how good of a cook, like a home cook are you? You know what? I actually really like to cook, man. It's a lot of fun. Really? So I would say that, yeah, and I'm, I'm not, I, I can't bake to save my life, but I feel that I can cook a little bit. And this is why it was such a shocker. I've never had chicken flame up on me like that. Yeah, no, I mean. So like what what what's your what's your go-to dish? Like the president's coming or the queen oh. of England's coming? Who do you cook for? Like what do you, what do you cook? If the queen of England is I just serve her a cup of tea and call it a day. <laughs> so easy. <laughs> uh no, I mean I I What's your signature dish? My signature dish. Oh man, that's tough. I'd probably have to say my Garlic lime and cilantro chicken that I grill. Oh god, that sounds so good. Okay, yeah. send me send some over right now. <laughs> I, I, it's, I, not, it's not the queen, it's me. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. ready. 
Yeah, one day, one day we'll have a grill out and we can, I'll make that, man, and we can just have some brews and just, you know. Oh, yeah, no, that, that, sorry, listeners, we're going to have a great time. Hope, <laughs> hope you guys, hope you guys have some people who can cook because you know what? Yeah. You, you know who can't cook? Layton? Yours truly, yours truly. <laughs> um, I, I, I can like, I can, I can make chicken and pasta. I've made like um, those cookies, like the Pillsbury Doughboy cookies. Um, I made like a shortbread cookie by myself. We'll have, we'll have my girlfriend. She's the real cooker here. But um, <laughs> I, I'm not the best. I actually have a story, um, another one, high octane if you're ready for it. Ooh, bring it up. <laughs> okay, so. Let me hear it. <laughs> this was a couple years ago, but it was my first time ever cooking really by myself. You know, like. It was during the summer. I was in my uh, at UNC. I wasn't having the dining hall experience like I did during the normal semesters. So I decided, you know, I, I was living in an apartment. I was like, yeah. I'm going to cook my own food. So I went with something that I think is a, a you know a tried and tested favorite: mac and cheese. Oh, can't go wrong with that. Yeah, not but like I'm I'm playing it really safe here. Not like. You know, I'm making my noodles. You know, shredding my own cheese. It's craft macaroni and cheese, right? Simple. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The easy go, few minutes, boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everything's going to plan. You know, I have I have my pasta and everything. The cheese, dip that in like a pro. My cheese is cooking. It's looking good. And then it's yeah. time to plate. So I had these styrofoam plates, like a bowl kind of thing. And mm-hmm. I put it on the thing and then I let it rest. And I went to go go put something away. Yeah. Um, but then I come back and I start smelling smoke. Oh, I was like, oh my God, what happened? Yeah. So it turns out that it was a combination of the mac and cheese was very hot. Mm-hmm. And I put the styrofoam right near the stove. <laughs> and so I didn't notice this. And the stove was, and the plastic was literally on fire. Oh, dang. And it had burned a hole through my plastic t- thing or my styrofoam, and the mac and cheese fell on the floor. So I had to throw oh. it out. Um, oh. And. It, it was it was a really sad day, but I'm really not good at being aware of. I mean, like you know, with your asphalt chicken, that's me every day. Like, <laughs> I, I honestly I can say without a doubt that there's been four times where I've gone to cook something in the oven, yeah, and I'm done cooking, and then I mean, at the worst it's been is the next morning I realize the oven's still on. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm, you... like, I'm like, whoa, is it toasty in here? Oh gosh, it's a good thing. But yeah, no, I'm not the you best. You have at someone cooking. there. Well, you I know need what? Like supervision. It's okay. Like I said, we can just chill, have a grill off with some brews. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I need your help. That's what I'm saying. But talking about relaxing and having some brews. Oh. I have some funny news to share with you. Oh, funny news <laughs> with dudes with brews. <laughs> that's that's the unofficial jingle for this episode. Okay, hit me with that. Hit me with that funny news. So once again, we're back with our trusty uh, source, UPI. They're practically our sponsor at this point. <laughs> they really do need to. The title of this story is called Bush Offering Three Months of Free Beer for Dog Adoptions. Now, Bush, Bush as in the Bush company, the beer that makes the Bush's beer. Bush's baked beans. <laughs> oh, you might, oh, you might think. You might think. Wrong page. We're on the wrong page. Okay, sorry. Okay, Bush's beer. Okay, sorry. Continue. <laughs> right. So it says... This came out uh, yesterday. It says the makers of Bush Beer are teaming with the Minnesota Animal Rescue to offer three months worth of free beer to anyone who adopts or fosters a dog from the group. And it's but the thing is, it's only offering the first five hundred people who adopt an animal from, and this is the name of the shelter, Midwest Animal Rescue. So that that's the only you know five hundred people that adopt from this animal shelter. They're gonna give. A uh, hundred dollars worth of beer, basically. Well, see now, do you think that's in response to like, because like I read something that shelters in like New York and Los Angeles are like empty because everyone in the like coronavirus isolation they're sheltering a dog or like they're fostering a dog. Do you think that's like to do that? Like, do you think that that's like a like why they're trying to like they're trying to get more dogs with people? So, uh, so you're saying because of the coronavirus, people aren't adopting. Well, no, like, yeah, like they're like fostering is just like when you have the dog for like three days, just like give it a temporary home. And it's all, it's like, it's like having a dog without the commitment, really. Do you well, think they're trying to do that? Well, the, 
Maybe, but the thing is that for at least it looks like from the news that you have to adopt to be able to get. Oh, it's so it's not a foster; it's an adoption. Yeah. Oh, oh wait, actually, you're right. Who adopts or fosters oh. a, a dog from the group? So, I mean, listen, if you're a big fan of the Bush beer, you can really finesse the system right now. Yeah. No, and you get beer too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I would need that. I would need three months of beer if I was trying to. Yeah. Foster dog. What's what's your opinion on like, like having a dog temporarily? Because part, part like you know there, there's some strong arguments on both sides, but I personally feel that it's unfair to the dog. You know, where it's like I'm bored, so I want a dog. Yeah. Well. But I'll give him back to you in like three days. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not that's not fair to the dog. I don't think. What do you think? Yeah. Well, I I remember I think in our first episode I believe that. Uh, you said a uh, interesting fact. I don't know if it's a fact, but you made this comment where you read somewhere that uh, dogs are have the same intelligence level of a two-year-old or something. Yep, yep, yep. That's right. And they can smell time, like passage of time. <laughs> that's right. They can smell time. Uh, <clears throat> so, you know, I, I think it, it's bad for both ways, at least, for the person who's fostering and particularly the dog, you know, the dog is going to get attached to you and you're going to get attached to the dog. And then eventually you're going to have to let go of the, the little animal. But, but you know, I think the point of fostering isn't so much to take care of the animal just for a few days. I think the, the goal, I mean, obviously, I feel like the goal is obvious of fostering is just for you to get attached to this, this uh, you know, the dog and eventually adopt it. You know, that's yeah. No, I wonder. It's like kind of like leasing a car. I was going to ask you. Yeah, I was going to relate it exactly to that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me just lease this dog. <laughs> yeah. But oh, like man. how long, how long is the lease point? Because three yeah. days, I think the dog wouldn't know. But I mean, you see those things where like the dog hasn't seen their owner in, like a year, like they're in the military and they come back and the dog's like, hey, and, like super excited. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I feel like there's a fine line, but. Yeah, I good mean, for them it, though. I mean, it's a noble cause, you know, helping out people like that, like helping yeah, out true. dogs, and you know, try. I mean, because like, exactly. Although, like, being with someone for three days is not maybe not the best. Being in a pound, I think, is worse. Yeah, I agree with that. But maybe I'll try fostering a dog one day, and I'll be able to tell you. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get back to me on that. <laughs> maybe I'll try it with the bush beer and, and take advantage. Yeah, there we of go. This. Drink a lot of beer and then get a dog. <laughs> Perfect. Oh Drunk god. Purchase a beer. Uh, I'll dog. share it with the dog. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. Oh, man. But, you know, we're talking about, you know, kind of having, getting attached to an animal and kind of letting it go. But I have a story where th- these people are trying to get this animal, but they can't, no matter how hard they've been trying. Oh, they're trying like, to adopt would you, it? Would you like to hear the, well, would you like to hear the title? <laughs> yes. Where is this from? Uh, this is from UPI, our, oh, yeah. our favorite favorite spot. <laughs> Great yeah. minds think alike. Great minds think alike. That's right. Here we go. Cow with surprising speed evades Florida police for months. <laughs> you know, I think I read uh, the title of this uh, when I was looking for mine, but what's it about? Police in Florida are asking for the public's help tracking down a cow that has evaded capture since January. Wow. But here's my favorite part. Due okay. to its surprising speed and amazing fence jumping skills. <laughs> now, I've looked this up. A cow can run 25 miles per hour. Oh, really? That's actually that's pretty fast That's pretty for quick. A cow. I mean, that's like Usain Bolt speed. Yeah, that's, that's a fast cow. Um, they've posted it on their Instagram, I think, or the Pembroke Pines Police Department said, description, female cow, brown with white. And a cow weighs like about almost two tons. No, a ton. Wow. Uh, That's a that, that thousand pounds, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, 2,000 pounds, I think. Yeah, 2,000 oh, pounds. Oh, wow. It's so crazy. Th- this, is, this is from the – this is a brochure that the police have put around the neighborhood and like sent out on Facebook. Description, female cow, brown with a white head, faster than it looks. <laughs> Can be uh, found on I-75. Please, con- please contact the Pembroke Pines Police Department if you have any information regarding this cow. <laughs> and then there's a number. <laughs> Wow. Now, I've seen that before if it's a criminal. It's like, have you seen this man? Yeah, right. They have the wanted sign, yeah. Like, why does he look like me? No, no. Okay. Um, 
<laughs> That's right. Your dad is a cow. <laughs> That's right. Um, so what? Okay, what's more impressive to you, the cow, or how bad the police are at catching this? I mean, it's almost April. Well, I mean, listen, I did not know that a cow could run 25 miles per hour or hop fences, so I'm going to go with the cow. I've never seen a cow jump a fence. Have you? No, not. I mean, when I was a kid and I saw horses jump, I got confused. I thought it was a cow, but then I realized it's a horse. Well, <laughs> could you imagine? You're, like, you're at a roadie, like, wow, these cows are impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Me as a five-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> you yesterday, no. Um <laughs> But this cow's been like it's it's been wandering the highway. I mean, it hasn't been killed, thankfully. But whose yeah. owner is it? Because cows are not free roaming. Like cows belong to somebody. They're not like deer. <laughs> right? Yeah, they have a, a a herd or something. You know, an owner usually used to be milked for milk. And you know, I think I don't think the cow does, I don't think the cow planned this. But the coronavirus is mm-hmm. making everyone stay inside. So like they're not going to be able to actually catch catch this cow because even the police are going to be so busy helping everyone else out that's true runaway cow wow it's a this is a smart cow man he he's really like what when you know like when everyone else is like watching you know netflix and all this stuff you know yeah. you know what the, you know what this cow's doing what he's he, he's on the lamb no he's on the cow <laughs> he's on the cow uh she right she <laughs> She, yes. I think I think all cows are female unless it's a bull. Mm. He don't quote me on that one. <laughs> Might have to. Yeah, I'll fact check after. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you. Oh, man. That's crazy, though. Who would have thought a, a two-ton or 2,000-pound animal can run that fast, jump fences, elude the police? I mean, this, this, should, this should make this into a film. It, it could honestly be on Netflix. It, like, yeah. Like... Uh, have you seen anything like this on Netflix? Anything that uh, you know, cow, Brad Pitt stars in c- Cowtastrophe. Oh, that's good. Yeah, thank I was going to say Runaway you. Cow, but that's oh, better. Runaway Cow. That's good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but you know, I mean, it could. If it were a Netflix special, because <clears throat> with the quarantine, we've been just stuck inside the house and i i don't know about you but i've been watching like a lot of netflix man i've just been wasting a lot of time just on my phone on the computer usually on the phone which is kind of weird even though i have a computer to watch tv see i don't don't know if you do this but i like okay so i'm working from home but you know i'm able to multitask (laughs) so yeah i don't know if you do this or just in general but I, I almost have this weird sense of comfort when I have the TV on, I have my phone next to me, and I I have my computer all at the same time. Like, I remember reading something where it's like, the smaller the item, the closer it is to you. So average distance of a TV is like 10 feet, computer around three, phone less than a foot. Hmm. But we're always on our phones and stuff. Um, we are. It's like the computer, it's like, it's honestly... I've been able to actually kind of have like a self-reflection. I'm actually trying to cut down on it because like, I don't know if you track your phone, but like there was a point where it was like six hours on my phone. Oh man, I got to check like, mine. Yeah. Like just like checking, scrolling, like, I don't know. Like it's kind yeah. of giving me the opportunity like this, this, like the virus just kind of reflect and be like, am I on my, am I on my phone too much? Like, do you, do you yeah. ever feel that? Like, do you think you're in that kind of situation that, that, that same boat? Uh, particularly now, I think so a lot. So, you know, what do you think about this question, you know, which is kind of what our main topic of this, this episode is, and that is, have we been consumed by our cell phones? I'm going to say, I'm going to say that it's not just been 2020. I think it's been, you know, ever since Facebook started, you know, I, I I read this book that I was, it was talking about like Google, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I mean, they're all owned by the same people, but they put billions of dollars into you staying in the app. Like they, they design it. Like I read somewhere that like, you know how you scroll through like Snapchat, Facebook and stuff. And it's not like a horizontal scroll. Like you're reading a book. It's like a vertical scroll. And like to refresh, you have to pull down. They've literally designed that and they put billions of dollars into this so that it's almost like you're pulling a lottery thing. Like, you know, a slot machine where you pull down the crank, Oh yeah. So it's associating this like addictive thing, and another huh. thing I read. This is this is gonna blow your mind. So you have a you have a post, right? right? 
and I like your post on Facebook or anywhere, and then mm-hmm. someone else likes it at the same time. Yeah. So theoretically, you'd think you would see both likes come at the same time. But what Facebook does, and other people do, is that they delay the like. So one minute, you'll get mine. You close the app. Then they delay it, and then another minute, you get another person. Mm-hmm. So you go back and check the app more. Oh, to make it, yeah. I mean, it's, um, you know, it's, I don't know how to explain it, but it's, you know, just to make it more addicting, I guess, so that oh, you're yeah. no, I mean, like, checking more often. And like, and it's, it's addicting in and of itself because it's, you know, our egos are so, I think, you know, we, we try to get rid of or try to manage it, but it's a, a very integral part of what makes us human, you know? Right. So these and, things are, yeah, sorry, continue. You know, I mean, I don't have a lot of followers on on Instagram, you know, I wonder if that addiction is different uh, relative to the amount of people that follow you or the amount of friends you have on Facebook. What do you think about that? I think so. I'm I've never been a like a, an icon or, you know, like anything like that. But I have been in a situation, you know, where I've tried to grow like a like a like a business on Twitter or like a, a blog on Twitter or something like that. Um, and I don't think it may probably not the same, but I do, I do find it's a different dynamic. Cause like, so like if you're a like common folk, you know, like wait, or you, you just have your own Twitter account, you do your own thing. It's yeah. like a constant need for attention. Mm-hmm. It's like, I see like, and people just tweet out like, Oh, today's a great day. No likes. And then they delete it like 10 minutes later. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like they want that affirmation. They want those likes. They want to be liked. They want to be loved and stuff. Like Facebook has the love feature, you know? But I find, and that's very addicting. But when you have, so it's like you want that external thing like given to you. But when it's the other way around, when you're like not an influencer, but when the roles are reversed, where people look for you for things. Mm-hmm. You're not necessarily like what from my experience at least, I wasn't trying to gain validation from people or like trying to externally, you know, receive that. It was more just like but it was uh, and I was, I was still addicted to it, but it was cuz I was checking my phone all the time, but it was just trying to like it was telling myself like, "Oh, I'm important. Let me respond to everyone who's talking to me." You know what I mean? The first I think the first step is when you don't have the stuff, you're trying to find validation. Like you're trying to find that proof. Yeah. But then in the other way around, like influencers, they're constantly trying to reaffirm that proof. So I it's guess, like, yeah, that's an interesting point of view. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause like when, when you're, you know, you're trying to get likes and stuff, you, you'll tweet something out like, oh, that's a good, oh, that makes you feel good. And you're like, you're yeah. sure, oh, I, I hope someone likes this I put out. But the other way around, it's like, I have an audience. What should I do to make me like, to make them like me the most? You know what I'm saying? Hmm. I got you. And like, I, f- I think it's tough for influencers. I mean, mentally, I mean, I don't think their job is necessarily tough, but, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? It's it, cause like you have to have this image that people like and your fame right. is so fickle. Like, right. And sometimes I mean, they depend on that influencers as a living, you know? Oh yeah. No, like some person I know, her cousin, one you know Love Island? It's like a UK show, but they brought it to the US on Fox. It sounds familiar, but I don't think Yeah, it's like I a reality love yet. show, like, you know, like The Bachelor and stuff. Well, this person mm-hmm. won it. Her cousin won it. Oh, wow. So she won $50,000 and she has like 200,000 followers or something. And she can now reach out to people, post, message, um, and be like, hey, I'll, I'll mention you in a post. Can I have free stuff? And it works. Nice. So it's kind of it's <laughs> crazy. Cool. Yeah, but like it's interesting because you know, like I don't necessarily I don't like follow people other than my friends on Instagram. Like, yeah, but like you see some people like like people who are on like TV shows or like American Idol or like celebrities. They have like so many more followers than they follow. You know what I mean? It's like I want to be that person. I want to strive to be that person. Yeah. So when I was approaching this question of have has have cell phones or i guess technology in a sense but particularly cell phones since we can carry it everywhere and they're really slim and everything have they consumed us i thought about it in a sense of reflection and compared it to kind of when we were younger you know i was born in 95 
and you were born in uh, ninety seven. Ninety seven. I mean, we're just two years apart. And so I, I don't know what the cutoff is for the what is it the Gen Z? Is that what the current? I think it's like two thousand five and up. Yeah. That... So I think I think I'm just outside the millennial. Mm. So, you know, when I remember back, at least in you know, like when I was you know seven or eight or something, I feel that in just a short amount of time from two thousand to now, two thousand two to now, particularly. I feel like technology just in itself has come a long way and that that you know question of have cell phones consumed us has become the answer yes has become even stronger since then and the reason I say that is because I look back when I was a kid you know I didn't get a, my first phone until I was in high school you know first Same, year yeah and it was mm-hmm. just for emergencies basically but and, you know but majority of my time was spent outside playing basketball playing football and my childhood majority of that 90, I wouldn't say 90% of the time was just spent outside. And I don't know if it was just because phones were pop, weren't popular that, uh, cell phones at least weren't that popular then, or if it's just because I didn't have one, but just more people were outside. And I feel like as a kid, you know, in comparison to today, I mean, I look at kids and they got iPads, man. They got the latest Apple phone or something, you know? In Harris Teeter with sunglasses on, holding an iPad, following his mom. <laughs> there you go. That's what I'm trying to relate. And, you know, and I look back and I'm just like, you know, when I was that age, I was outside just playing sports. You know, if I wanted to go talk to my friend, I would just put my shoes on and walk down the street and be like, you want to go out and play basketball? And then we'd be out there for a few, you know, till streetlights came on. Yeah, no, like, I mean, I mean, one or two years apart, I mean, my experience was pretty much the same. I mean, with this time I got the cell phone and everything. I mean, like, yeah. growing up, it was just like, if I was bored, sure, there was TV and I played video games and stuff, but there was a long time where I didn't have anything to do. And yeah. I had nothing that, like, I said to figure, I had to read, I had to draw, I had to, like, do things that kids do. And I feel like, you know, I think going off of that conversation, like, how it's, like, what's changed? I mean, I think it's just like cell phones have just become so much more useful. Because, yeah. I mean, internet on those old phones, I mean, BlackBerry started to be more impressive, but still, like, you couldn't mm-hmm. do anything internet-wise. Like, well, let, GPS didn't work. Well, let me ask you work. this. Um, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> oh, you're good. I just want to ask you this. Like, do you think that because cell phones are so prominent nowadays and everyone has them, the availability to have, even if it's just a basic one, is really high, do you think that kind of hinders uh, like a, a kid's experience, you know, from living, because I I do have a funny story I want to share with you just from okay. my childhood. It won't take too long. So I'm all ears. This was when we first started getting our licenses and we could drive, you know, by ourselves and our, and whatever. And so we decided to go, this was around, I want to say seven at night. One of my friends was like, Chris, today, tonight is a night. We are going to go and sneak into the abandoned factory. Ooh, what a teenager <laughs> thing to do. What a teenager thing to do. I don't want to give away the location where this is because it's uh, it's still there. But it was it's an abandoned factory. But to get through there, there's there's, you know, there's a direct way to get through it, but there's right next door there's um they're just building, you know, that has all the cameras and it's still being used and such. So, so you can't go through there. So we have to go through the back. And to get through the back, you have to go through this forest and then you have to climb up these uh, rails that cross over a river. Oh, and wow. once, you, once you get to the other side of that river, you have to climb up this like stone wall kind of. It's like a steep hill. And then you're on railroad tracks. And then you have to cross these railroad tracks, very slim. And at one point, the railroad tracks are on top of a bridge that's, I want to say, like 50 feet, or maybe not 50 feet, like 30 feet above Is the this river. Is like an action movie? <laughs> maybe. And you got to remember, it's pitch black, man. We can't see anything. It's pitch black. So we cross the river. Through, the, through those rails, we go over the hill, we're on the train tracks, and we're headed towards the factory. And this, the little section of the bridge where the trail tracks are, it's a one-way. So if the train is coming, 
I mean, there's there's no the only thing you can do is jump off into the river to save your life. <laughs> Jesus so we, Christ. So we crossed this uh the bridge and then we're we're spending like a few minutes walking further down because uh there have been other people who have gotten into this abandoned factory, so there's kind of like a hole on the fence already. And we're trying to find this hole and so eventually we find it, we crawl through it through it, and then we have to hop this fence. And eventually, we get to this abandoned factory, and it's so cool, man! I, like it's it's like the movies. It's a, I don't know what kind of factory it is. Uh, maybe it's like a tobacco factory or something. But there's a, a bunch of machinery and stuff, and there's like glass shattered everywhere. There's cobwebs all over the place, and you know we got our flashlights going, and and oh, that's so yeah, cool. Yeah, and then and and it just feel for a second we feel like we're in a movie. And outside of this abandoned factory, there's this kind of um, big cylindrical tower thing. There's a tower that, uh, you know, that's just there. And we were like, you know what, let's climb this tower. And so we climbed this tower and this tower is, I want to say, it's pretty tall. It's, it's, it's um, in reference, it's about as high as, you know, the bell tower, probably a little bit taller at UNC. Oh, wow. That's a tall tower. So we go all the way to the top, and once we get up there, it's pretty tall. You can see all the way up to downtown Raleigh, man. It's so cool. Oh my god, that is so cool. Yeah, you have the hair. Uh, you have the wind going through your hair. It's nighttime. You're on top of this abandoned factory, or looking over this abandoned factory with your friends. Just like we did this thing that you know we just went on this adventure where we could have gotten run over by a train, you know. So. This was when we were young, and that was a lot of fun, and I hold it dear to my memories because it's probably one of the most fun things I've done as a kid, I guess. But Oh, yeah, no, for sure. That, that sounds, like, amazing as a kid. <laughs> yeah, it was really fun, and, and, and you do it with, you know, your closest group of friends. But, you know, and now I'm thinking, you know, later on in my days, whenever I have a kid or something, you know, do you... Th- I, I think to myself, it's like, will he ever be able to experience that? Because... I don't really see kids up and about nowadays. They're all just FaceTiming or texting or, you know. Yeah, the, I, mean, I don't know. They're so young too. Like, and it's yeah. such an addictive thing that kind of sits into your brain where it's just yeah. like, as a kid, you would do anything to get that. You know what I mean? But, exactly. And like, personally, I like, okay, so I've done an experiment where I didn't use my phone for like a couple days. It was impossible. Like getting getting places, I had no idea where it was, no idea where to go. I, I missed calls, missed texts. Yeah, I had like a lot of unread messages, and you know, it did kind of show like a lot of those things I didn't really need. But I don't think it's a good idea to say no phones. But I think, and I I hope you know, you know, I, I think, well maybe not. But my hope is that over time people are going to realize that hey. Is it good to have this hot piece of metal near us all the time and, you know, be so focused on our ego and all these things and, you know, kind of like, because there's so many times like you're in an elevator, awkward silence, everyone goes on their phones or you're trying to talk to someone, awkward silence goes on the phones or, you know, you're getting dinner with a friend, they're on their phone. Right. Or even at the dinner table with your family, someone's on the phone. Oh yeah. No, like, 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 you know, my mom's on the, my phone, on the phone. I was like. You know what? You know what I mean? Like, so I, I hope it kind of goes around. But the only problem is that, you know, phones are really important. You know I mean? Like, it's yeah. important. To, I mean, you can call anyone now. You know, you. So I think if you do utilize those things and, you know. Yeah. I, mean, I guess it's like just, hurtful yeah, things like Facebook or like, you know, I think that's okay. But you have to think why you're doing it. Like, okay, you're posting your photo of your lunch for the fifth time in a row. Like, are you doing it? Because like deep down you have some issues, or are you doing it? Because like it's just about moderation, and I think yeah, finding that balance. Six hours. What I did recently is that good? No, but is <laughs> is twenty minutes good? I mean, potentially if I I actually saw this app. Um, it was when you log into your phone. You when you're about to log in, you have to tell the phone what you're gonna do on it. Oh, how cool is that? Like it makes you more productive. Yeah, it does, and it makes you just aware of where what you're your, doing. Where your yeah. time so is going. Like, oh, why are you logging in? Um, to scroll and refresh my feeds. Like you're like, <laughs> well, what? Wait a sec, that's not good. Yeah. So, 
moving forward and kind of just to wrap it up, um, what, what do you think a good uh, recommendation, not recommendation, but a good thing that we can do right now, even just for yourself, for me, you can even recommend this to me, that we can do to lower that screen time, to not be so consumed by the cell phones and just to kind of kind of had more control and did more stuff outside or just were more productive. Just also like more mental capacity. Like my memory is going because I have less of attention span. Like I used to remember phone numbers. I don't know phone numbers anymore. Yeah, exactly. Like, but I think I feel like sometimes, okay, and, and, and that these times are very tough and I'm not saying no phones, no Netflix. I mean, because it is difficult, but I think oftentimes the most difficult things are the most, most rewarding and yeah. when you feel that urge to check your phone, paint, talk to somebody, go outside or like, you know, try to find another hobby or, you know, use or get into music, play music for an hour. And it doesn't have to be no phone or, you know, no nothing, but try to bring back balance. So it's like, oh, I'm going to paint for an hour, do this for an hour. Oh, well, let me check my phone. And then you just kind of rewire your brain. So it's like you realize the phone for what it really is, which is a really helpful tool rather than something that kind of makes you so absorbed in it that you kind of miss out and all your potential. So that, that's my, that's my kind of final thoughts on that. That's good. Yeah. I'm going to have to take into the, take that into account and kind of just implement it myself because I, I definitely have been consumed by a cell phone. Users. Oh no, me, me, like, I'm just, <laughs> Big time. It's, just, it's so hard not to because it's so we're hard on your not computer to, all day. Yeah. Everything's going on, but yeah, exactly. find the balance and everything you know, it will kind of restore. It won't be easy, but hey, if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. Exactly. All we can do is try, especially now when we have so much time, we can definitely pick up a new hobby or something. Exactly. <laughs> but anyway, I just want to ask you any recommendations on your end? Yeah, um, go out and paint or walk <laughs> around. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Any, any for you? Um. Well, this is... <laughs> It's going to contradict everything we said, but I was going to recommend uh, another movie. <laughs> Sorry, I just muted you. Did you say, did you say something? No, oh, okay. I'm kidding. I heard you. I heard you. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I'm going to recommend the movie Eighth Grade. Oh, yeah, Bo Burnham? Yeah, directed by Bo Burnham. I heard that was really yeah. good. You've seen it? No, I just heard about it. That's all. Just a quick recap. It's a movie about this... Uh, girl who's in her last week of eighth grade and it's kind of about her juggling kind of life in current modern time you know the peer pressure from boys uh just growing up uh socially awkwardness and all that how to deal with it um and i think it was just a really um i'm gonna just a really raw way of showing real life through the eyes of an eighth grader who's living life with a single parent so it was really good Highly recommended. I think it was fantastic. Wow. Yeah, th 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 that sounds really good. And actually, I just want to throw one more recommendation in. Um, Please. We have a Twitter now. Um, <laughs> shameless plug. It's at CLPodcast1. Not just, yeah. the, just the number, not typed out. Um, and we have an Instagram too. Um, so, you yeah, know, yeah, no follow podcast. would be great. You know, we would appreciate any follows. Um, but Chris, do, do you want to wrap it up for us? Yeah. So, I've been Kristen. <laughs> and I've been Leighton in. <laughs> and we're going to catch you next week. See you guys.